live from York, it's Ask an Engineer. Hello, 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 and happy Wednesday to you and everyone. It's me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada, here at the Adafruit Factory in downtown Manhattan, where we're broadcasting live on yet another Wednesday night. Uh, we got our show and tell we just did, and now we're up to Ask Engineer. It's quite an evening here. Uh, Adafruit is where we do all of our testing, designing, shipping, manufacturing, support, coding, photoing, videoing, all the good stuff that you know and love from Adafruit. It happens here on GitHub and in physicalness here. But right now the factory is quiet. It's so, it's so silent here. Why? Because everyone's resting and the machines are off and it's time for Ask Engineer. Let's get off with one hour of maker news and goodies. We've been giving away something at the end. What's on tonight's show, Mr. Lady Ada? On tonight's show, the code is... Calliope. Calliope. You have to... We, Looked up the pronunciation. It's not Calliope, which I thought. Calliope. It's Calliope. Calliope. Okay. 10% off in the Adafruit store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern time. It gives you 10% off everything except for Adabox and gift certificates. It supports us, an open source hardware company here in New York City, doing lots of cool stuff. We like paying the bills. So when you buy some with the code, it helps all these folks out and more. Show and tell. People around the world showing and sharing their projects. Lady Ada will talk about projects that were on the show and tell this week. Back to mailbag will stop by. We read your emails, letters, and more to us. Uh, Circuit Python. We have a lot of Circuit Python news this week. We have an entire section devoted to it. Python on hardware, so stay tuned for that. Time travel. Look around the world of makers, hackers, artists, and engineers. Help wanted. Some new jobs and more on the Adafruit's jobs board. Main New York City factory footage, tour some of the things going on here at Adafruit. 3D printing, no and Pedro's videos, and more they have. New products. New, 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 new. There's a lot this week. We got some top secret. We'll answer your questions. We do that over on Discord, where you should start heading over there now, because even if it's not a live broadcast, you can go there all the time. We just revamped all the help areas and more. So if you need help with your project, there's lots of folks there. And at the end of the show, we're going to give away something. All That's that right. and more, yeah. On you guessed it, Ask an Engineer. Yay! Very exciting. We got a jam-packed show. I mean, it's yeah. I can see all the content, and it's just it's, it's huge. Just, we need a bigger screen. It's massive. Yeah, we need a bigger screen. Code is Calliope. Calliope. Um, Calliope. Calliope. Well, we can just say it differently every time, and see if anyone notices. Calliope. Calliope. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're, giving, previous. we're giving away some different stuff. Um, right now and so lady it'll go out uh, over this i would love to tell you all about yeah. it what all are right. you giving away well nine nine dollars or more you get a free circuit put you get a free print porter half size breadboard that's that white square over there it's the same size and shape as a half size solderless breadboard but you can solder to it it's got these nice silk screen markings on it so it's perfect for making your project permanent once you're done with that solderless breadboard and then you can uh, show off your project to the people without having to give up your precious precious solderless breadboard for 149 or more, we've updated. We gave away coasters for a couple months, and people yeah. were like, the coasters, we're going to try something different. Um, we have these magazines, some of which have me, and some of which have friends of ours, or articles we've written. Um, they're all cool, amazing magazines, and you probably don't already own them. So if you order 149 or more, you'll get a choice of a random magazine that you can read or give to a friend. Um, full of glorious maker content. None of it is like a political or news based, so it's good forever. <laughs> and it'll give you a headache. 
199 yeah. or more, you get free UPS ground shipping in the continental United States. Uh, if you're in the continental US, we really uh, suggest UPS ground shipping. It's low cost, it's reliable, it has high quality tracking. Uh, so you know when it's going to be delivered. There's also like the UPS uh, direct thingy where it can, they can hold it for you. Um, so free shipping for the continental US for 199 or more. And then 299 or more, you get a free Circuit Playground Express. That's our premier development board for teaching people electronics and making and coding. You can use it with even more programming languages. I know every week I try to remember all of them. Uh, it can be used with MakeCode, CircuitPython, Arduino, Code.org, CS Discoveries, um, Microblocks, and now also Edublocks. Edublocks. We'll talk so about that soon. Talk about that soon. So um, every week there's a new programming system. It's got jam-packed wall sensors, LEDs, buttons, you know what? clips. What? Here, here's what? what I, before we move on to that, All right, stop. I'll just say this. If you make something really good and open, you can program it in lots of different ways. Correct. So, so this is the reason why Circuit Playground Express in particular, you can use just about anything. If it's used to program microcontrollers, you can use it. And it's well documented. Open source almost yeah. all the way to the bottom. You got From open source tool chains, libraries, yeah. even the touch controller, you know, that was a um, closed source library and we, um, we reverse engineered it and open sourced so, it. I'm just saying, you know, for, for things that are closed source, there's limited ways that you can program and interact with it. When it's open, there's right. lots of different ways. So right. we have some schools that there's use no MakeCode. Some schools use CircuitPython. Some, co uh, some schools use uh, CS Discoveries. Some use Arduino. And it's all okay. No judging. Yeah. And some actually go some, move from one to the other. And they move one to the other yeah. depending on the age or skills. That's right. Anyways, okay. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. Um, super psyched. Okay, we also got some shipping stuff. Yeah. So um, anyways, if you're in the U.S., use um, Postal um, and you don't care if it um, gets there soon. Um, just the way Postal is, got to be honest. UPS um, we talked about. Yeah. UPS, that's uh, for ground. You should use that in the continental U.S. for sure. And then DHL for um, international. It just sails to its destination. If you're in New York City and you check out before 11 a.m., we have same-day delivery. If you're zip code supported, it'll uh, show up same day. Okay, um, okay, let's do show and tell. People around the world showing, sharing their projects. It's true. Yeah, we got a bunch, bunch of folks. A lot of Adafruit folks that uh, give updates on what they're working on, so you can see some of the behind the scenes. And then we also had some other folks. Of course. Uh, yeah, we had a bunch of people. Everyone's coming back. Um, you know, recharge, refresh. 2019 January is a very exciting month. Um, but people are hitting the ground running. JP is wrapping up a guide for using 16 potentiometers on a Grand Central M4, which has 16 analog inputs. So we thought, you know, maybe make a mega shield with 16 pots and then using USB MIDI to control a sequencer. So we did a demo of that, and uh, that was on last week's build. Tomorrow's build is going to be a Circuit Playground Express, uh, Adafruit, and uh, Cartoon Network collab it's going to be a steven universe themed build so if you or someone you know likes um steven universe you want to code something up with make code no soldering is required to this project you just need a circuit playground maybe some crafting skills um no other parts even needed and you will be able to uh build some cool fun projects to help you cosplay as your favorite characters Aaron showed off this like cool lamp that was like i don't know like cut like by hand maybe i don't even know how it was made um and it's like a, it's like a dragon lamp I don't know, it's neat. She's going to wear a gut about it. And also, she's been updating um, some old flora guides to Circuit Playground Express. Uh, we still sell the flora. We love the flora. Great chip. But um, Circuit Playground Express has more stuff in it. A lot of people have them. So we're redoing some of our older guides and adding instructions on how to use it with Circuit Playground Express. If you have any suggestions or requests, 
Um, post up in Discord. We'll take a look at them, and uh, we'll you know we won't necessarily get to every single guide. But if you have a favorite that you wish was Circuit Playgroundified, let us know. Um, we're also redoing them in MIC code as well to make it easier for people to build. Dan did a Bluetooth Low Energy demo. Um, you, you may have noticed that Circuit uh, Python 4 is out. We've been working on it for a while. One of the, the new big features is Bluetooth support for the NRF52840. Um, we'll talk about that chip some more soon because it's actually one of the new products. And he did a demo showing Circuit Python with our Bluefruit Connect app controlling um, uh, servos, controlling LEDs, all with Android or iOS or app, which we wrote like five, six years ago. Um, still works great with um, our hardware. So it's, that's a very exciting demo. Um, watch soon. There's going to be a lot more Circuit Python Bluetooth coming your way. Candy showed off. It's on her desk. It's the PN532. Um, RFID NFC chip breakout. She's writing up some code demos for um, Circuit Python. Uh, she's done an uh, amazing job updating all of our guides, uh, adding Circuit Python code to them and adding um, Raspberry Pi code to them. So she's doing that for the PN532. And she has a stamp. Neat. Scott came by and wanted to announce uh, Circuit Python 4.0 Beta 0 is now out. We are out of alpha. And we're now moving on to beta. I will say it's a quite a stable release. Um, we've added so much Bluetooth display, USB MIDI. We moved to TNUSB. I mean, this has been a very, this is actually a bit, I wish we could have just skip to like five because we actually did like two major releases worth, but we're going to stick with four. Um, but these are massive releases with um, really big underpinning changes. Um, CircuitPython. Uh, we've been using it on a bunch of boards. Actually, the last AdaBox, uh, last two AdaBoxes shipped. Yep. using 4.0 so it's actually been in use for quite a bit alpha um, but it's very solid so check out the beta and uh, we hope to get a release uh, candidate out soon and you also did a demo of display io so you can connect tft displays to circuit python now something people have been asking about it's now hardware accelerated um, before we were doing it but it was you know very python based um, and it was you know a bit banged in python now we're going to be adding display io native graphics support um, native enough that you can even have uh, error messages and feedback from the REPL. Maybe even the REPL appear on the display. Really exciting. JMK uh, came back. Uh, welcome back, JMK. We missed you. But uh, the update is JMK OS has a totally new website. A completely fresh new design. Yeah. Nice flat design, minimalist design. Also, there's a launcher for JMK OS that zips up preferences and application code and then uh, uncompresses on launch and then runs and then when it closes it deletes the uncompressed um, file so it's a really handy way to move around applications actually a lot of applications are, are zips basically so this is not a not unusual way of doing it um, also has a hacked nintendo ds running dos and other apps very easy to hack i i guess i never had one of these 3ds's but they look cool and then you can like change the resolution with a slider and actually get more pixels so you can enhance and then toaster came by with a diy pan tilt using two micro servos and some, uh, some looks like maybe cardboard or wood and um, screws. And uh, attached to it is an Arduino that's controlling the servos. And there will be a laser diode attached to that soon. And then it's going to be a laser cat toy. So it's going to move around and it's going to make the cat exercise and be happy and excited. Okay. All the participants on the show and tell get an As Seen on Show and Tell sticker if you're kid make sure your parents email supported adfruit will send you out a sticker part of our adfruit live series of shows uh jp's show is tomorrow don't forget to watch it and uh, we did a little bit of a preview in the beginning of the show but i wanted to show a little bit more of what jp more bleepy bloops
that's what you can expect and more on GP Show. Um, pack the mailbag. We read these emails, letters, and more to our entire company every week at our State of the Fruit meeting, but we also read them here. Um, to Mr. and Mr. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Lady Ada, first and foremost, I would like to say I'm very much appreciative of all the things that you do. Um, by the by, uh, the fact that Mrs. Lady Ada just happens to be a very talented woman, uh, get enough recognition, and I don't think that you get all the recognition you should get. Oh, I guess it's me. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, I just work here. Um, I would also like to point out that I love the diversity that you have in your company, the diversity um, that I mentioned that women and men of different cultures, I appreciate that you took a conscious effort to achieve this. This shows a big part of what Adafruit Industries is all about. I know that making transcends a lot, but I just wanted you to know that I noticed and it's one of the many reasons I will continue to support all of you. Sincerely, Stuart. Thank you, Stuart. Thanks, Stuart. Very nice of you. Um, speaking of people coming together and more, Adafruit.it slash Discord. Um, go over there now, and you also have um, thousands of people to interact with. And, Tens uh, of thousands. Everyone gets along. Um, we got a good community over there. Get help on your projects. Chat with others. More. Show off what you're doing. Yep. Okay. Um, got some stuff for make code. So first up. Big news. Um, yeah, just a little bit of a reminder of stuff that's happening. Uh, if you go to createwithcn.com, that's our make code and Cartoon Network partnership. Um, this is the, the site destination. We're doing lots of projects. Um, this was from Make Magazine. Uh, Adafruit Cartoon Network and Microsoft joining forces to get kids into making. Um, thanks, Make, for posting that up. Um, if you go to makecode.adafruit.com, you can see that. And then also, Microsoft just released arcade.makecode.com. And... Um, I have a little video. This is f coming up um, on an upcoming guide, so I want to do the preview. This is yeah, for Isaac. Yeah, So uh, check out. This is what you can make with just blocks, and that's why it's so cool. So here's just the 30 second of a video game using um, in the just simulator. Blocks yeah. In the simulator um, to give you an idea of how how cool this is. So you can see here. It's, uh, so Blinka has to get the stars. Get stars and, and avoid, avoid Sparky, the blue smug monster. And this works on hardware, and it works on our hardware. That's right. You yeah. write it with blocks, then you can um, run it. We'll, we'll talk about that shortly. There's, yeah. You can run it on existing hardware. So after you've built the game in the simulator, and you're like, okay, I want to make this a portable game or a game I can plug into my TV, you can do so. So it's it's extremely powerful, just like MakeCode is. It, it looks simple, yeah. but there's a lot going on behind the scenes to make it work well. So check that out, and we're going to have a lot more about that. Um, next up, let's do MakeCode Minute with JP. For today's Make Code Minute, I want to talk about using Photon on the Circuit Playground Express to run a colored light up and down a NeoPixel strip. So you're familiar with a lot of the ways that you can run NeoPixels. Photon is sort of like the turtle graphics language. So if we look at our uh, Make Code session here, here you can see what I'm doing. First, I'm setting up an external NeoPixel strip on pin A1. And I'm actually setting it up with 32 pixels, even though I only have 30. I need a couple buffer ones uh, to deal with the turnaround of this, of this graphic because of how it works. Uh, then I'm turning all the pixels off with black. Then I am setting a photon position at zero, and that's the uh, first pixel on the strip. And I'm setting the photon color, the pen color, to purple. Uh, now what I do in this forever loop is I am going to repeat this 30 times. I'm going to set the pen down, move forward by one pixel, and then I'm pausing a small amount that I tuned. 
Uh, so what that's going to have the effect of is moving a pixel down the strand, but since it's photon, it actually drags a color behind it. When I get to the end, I do a little bit of gymnastics to flip the pixel around without blinking the other end, and then come back. So here I'm going to start it up, and you can see it in action. You won't see both ends of it, but there you go. You can see I've got this pixel running, and it's drawing a purple line behind it on one direction, and then it's erasing that purple line in the other direction. And you can imagine that's some code that could get pretty complex, but with the photon code, it's pretty easy. So on my turnaround, I repeat this 29 times. I set the pen down uh, to an eraser so it gets rid of that purple, and then I move forward, get to the other end, and flip it back around. And so that is how you can use Photon with Circuit Playground Express inside of Make Code to create some cool animation on an external NeoPixel strip. And that is your Make Code Minute. All right, and check out JP Show tomorrow for another Make Code Minute. Python on hardware, Python on microcontrollers, Circuit Python, all the things going on in the world of Python. And this week was quite a doozy. There's yeah. a lot going on. I have all a lot right. of breaking news. Breaking so news. The breaking news today was Circuit Python Beta, Beta Zero is here. Boom. And um, the blog post outlines a bunch of stuff. It'll be on the newsletter um, that comes out next week. Uh, but Lady Ada, what are some of the things? Uh, I have these as like a dude. The list thing. is so long. But there, there's a lot. But there's what a are, lot. What are some of the things? Well, the big thing is, as you saw as a poster, we now have uh, Nordic Bluetooth Low Energy B-L-E-I-O. support. BLEIO. So that's our Bluetooth display support. Displayo is another big one. We have um, the ability now to uh, display stuff on TFTs. Um, that's something that we were doing kind of by hand, but now we have a, a core um, capability to do that. We um, revamped the USB to use TDUSB, which is very exciting. It means we'll be able to support more boards in the future. Or other people can add support. We added um, a lot boards. of new boards. York got completely redone. Yep. Uh, yeah, we removed Frave Buff because we added um, Bluetooth. Uh, of course, all the M4 boards um, got a big scrub in. The NR52 840 got added. We removed. ESP8266, and we removed uh, NRF52832 because we're not going to be supporting those anymore. Um, and then a lot of bug fixes and like little details here and there. Um, so check yeah, out the blog tons. post. Um, thank you, everyone. We, we, we thank everyone in there. And uh, keep an eye on the newsletter, the site, and of course our weekly segment here for more things going on with CircuitPython. For. This is the poster. We'll show the poster off uh, a little bit later in the show, but this is it. And uh, special thanks to Nordic, who let us uh, use our logo for this because we're using a Nordic chipset. Sweet. Okay, other breaking news. This has happened today. Um, I saw that EduBlocks is like, okay, the, their beta is arriving today, Wednesday. I'm like, okay, cool. And then it's here. Now it's here. That's <laughs> fast. So, yeah. And then I said, cool, and I tried it out. It works great. So if you like Python, and you also like block programming, or maybe you're introducing someone to Python, but they want to start with block pro programming first, where you drag, drag a block. And the Python code it makes is really good if you switch back and yeah. forth. Um, so anyways, did a quick demo, worked out great. And it's perfect the way it works yeah. because there's no compiling. You know, you just save it, and it runs immediately. So this is a very good um, yep. a very good way to learn to program, okay. especially if you are interested in Python, but you don't quite want to get into typing yet, especially with the tabs and spaces. This is uh, all taken care of for you. And so, we've got some great CircuitPython libraries to make the code compact and easy to read. Adafruit.edublocks.org. Check it out. 
Okay, then we got a preview of Hackspace magazine. This was leaked. And we're like, hey, this is pretty cool. Look, there's what? a little Neopixel. Oh, there's a Neopixel, Neopixel thing Pixel. at the bottom. And then but then I had eagle eyes. But it's like, whoa, wait, wait, what, what's this? Oh. Oh, take your first steps in this language for Maker. CircuitPython makes the cover nice. of Hackspace magazine. Okay, so that was all the stuff that came in today. Okay, that's just Here's it. other stuff. Here's other stuff. Um, all aboard is what I like to say, or... Um, Circuit Python snakes its way to the next board. <laughs> yeah, we've added support for the Maker Diary and our 2840. We're yeah. going to be adding more and more 840 boards of support. Send PRs. If you have a board that you've designed, uh, it's very easy to add um, board definition to all your pins and you know the amount of RAM or flash, uh, so the amount of uh, SPI flash you have and what pins are used. Um, send in a board variant and we will do builds for you even. It's, That's right. It's going to be amazing. So. Um, yeah, do pull requests and uh, look at other people's pull requests if you're not exactly sure how to do it. If you need help, uh, go to Discord um, in the CircuitPython chat. We will help you. Okay. And then another board that supports CircuitPython, CircuitPython takes way to the SparkFun Lumi Drive LED driver. Yeah. Um, we actually have one. I bought one. I have one. It arrived you today. It Here it is. It's my favorite SparkFun. By the way, board we right have now. 800. Well, I'll get to that stars. in a second. Okay. Um, Put this aside for a moment. But uh, here it is. Um, okay. You plug it in, shows up as a USB drive, just like CircuitPython normally does. Write Python right there. Yeah. Check out the guide, the um, it's video USB-C. They have. and uh, SAMD21, four megabytes flash, and then these little surface mount connectors. It's just yep. kind of, it's a little, uh, little bit bigger than the Feather, but it's got some extra, it's got like a button and stuff, it's got some breakouts. It's designed specifically for driving LED strips, like dot stars, but I think you could probably use this with um, NeoPixels yeah, as sure. well. Okay. While this is all happening, um, we have a um, unreleased device that we've been working on, and uh, we do live updates. Uh, you can watch them, and you can watch this right here. If you go to github.com slash adafruit slash python, you can see how many stars we have. And if you start right now, the second, um, this maybe, I'll, I'll, I'll flip back to it if I, if I need to later, um, you'll see it go up. So this is a uh, M4. And ESP32, that's what it uses for Wi-Fi. This is a Display I/O demo. Yep, Display I/O demo. Display looks at the um, uses a GitHub API. It's a bunch of JSON stuff that comes down, and then you can do things like this—a really cool IoT device that updates real time and more. Um, we did a roundup of all the feedback that we got for 2019. We're gonna have another one in the newsletter, so check that out. Uh, we asked everybody, "What do you want, Circuit Python?" And you talk, we listen. So check out um, the overview um, and some of the posts that we already have, Pound Circuit Python 2019, and then we'll have a roundup. Uh, this project was really, really neat. This is from um, SciJoy, and they completely understood and got why we put Circuit Python on top of Raspberry Pi and Linux. And they're making a Twitter-controlled robot, and they're using um, Blinka, Blinka and our, our Featherwings motor yeah. kit. So it's actually coming together. They're like, oh yeah. You have CircuitPython, you have Python, and then Blinka lets you use both on Raspberry Pi. I'm like, yes, yeah. correct. And so it's awesome. This is some community projects. Uh, Arrow Farn, uh, I think that's how you say the name, extended their Trellis M4 board with a uh, with two Neo Trellises. Yeah, and they so, added Seesaw, so yeah. it's it's you can have more buttons. So you can connect two of these together. Need more buttons to make something really cool. More Blinky. Look at that. So much Blinky. Yeah. St. Mary's School 6th grade class is using CircuitPython Express for coding, so that means they get all the things like MakeCode, CircuitPython, and more. Um, Hackaday just added a new section to their site, and it's a CircuitPython curated list. It's all the CircuitPython projects on Hackaday 
Hackaday.io. There's enough. And if you have projects, put them on Hackaday. Yep. I mean, they're, they're, you can put them in a bunch of places, but Hackaday is a, is a great community place. You can share links. And then, of course, you can make your own little display that shows how many skulls you got. This Chris is a Chris Osterward, uh, CEO of Capable Robotic Components, announced that the SenseTEP, the open-source four-channel temperature sensor for instrumenting electronics, is now available on CrowdSupply. This is yet another feather format board, but also works at CircuitPython. That's right. So, we have a driver for these, uh, I think these are RTD amplifier chips. That's or, right. or the, we, so we, um, we have drivers for this in Arduino and CircuitPython, and so it's quite easy to um, have these all together and then, and then read uh, precision RTD temperatures using CircuitPython, and then um, you can send them to the internet or you can store them on a disk drive, whatever you like. GeekMom made a game of four in a row on an edge-lit matrix That's coded nice. in CircuitPython and using a Circuit Playground Express. And that's cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah, this is all sort of my thought. Look at that nice animation technique yeah. there. Okay. Then uh, this was a, <laughs> a stress management mass 1000. This was made with uh, Circuit Python, and you can see there that it was uh, coded in Moo. And there's yeah. a Circuit Playground. Whoa, relaxing. Yeah. This guy's relaxing the he's heck out of it. relaxing because he's saving so much time just doing code in Python. That's right. Um, this is a um, Circuit Python controlled bell. Good. Bing. Yeah, it uses the Bing. infrared and then it can Bing. do stuff. Yeah. And then soon we're going to have Bluetooth, so you can do stuff with Bluetooth too. Yep. Ooh, um, ITAP Arcade posted up some of their 2019 plans, and of course their plans include Circuit Python. So they went over all the things that they want to include this year, and Circuit Python. Yeah, a big they, part they've of done it. Arduino stuff and they did stuff with it. They're actually quite on the edge. They're always interested in like, the latest yep. and the greatest. Okay. Microbit, this is a community um, Microbit magazine and uh, they put together amazing projects with Microbit. There's a lot of Adafruit stuff in there, including Cricket, and Cricket got a nine out of 10. High praise. Actually, you know, it's funny because they mentioned that they wanted MicroPython support for Cricket, and I think maybe I'll, I'll take a stab at it. It's not gonna be as yeah. amazing because there's not enough RAM, but I think we can get servos and motors going. Okay. Um, Green Man Rossum uh, said, I love GPI Zero. And this was kind of neat. Um, the reason why uh, I, I called this out is because uh, we really like GPIO02. Um, that's the API that we designed CircuitPython. Um, uh, it was inspiration for yeah. it. Yeah. So um, there's so many similarities in the abstraction. And yeah. More. In fact, so, the people who wrote GPIO0 yeah. actually were wondering, like, why is CircuitPython, like, the API so similar? Yay. Is it is it like, did you, were you inspired? Did we yeah. just come up independently? And I'm like, no, we were we were inspired by you guys. And also, um, this week, if you sign up on Adafruit Daily for the uh, Python and Microcontroller newsletter, I have some ancient Python history. If you want to see the very first computer system, it's called Amoeba, that Python ran on. I, found, I dug that up. That's cool. I'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, also, um, here's uh, a guide on using huh. MicroPython on the size speed matrix. That's uh, a RISC-5 RISC 64 oh, board. Oh, yeah. Here's uh, MicroPython on the um, Wii controller, if you want to learn how yeah. to do that. Yep. Oh, okay. Using ESP8266 EVB, I believe. Yeah. Hackster just started a Python on hardware section. Oh, nice. You see all this coming together? It's coming happening. together. Coming it together. Happening. It's happening. Um, we posted up a guide about um, using Python to control Pi Camera. That's a, a project at projects.raspberry.org. Um, and then we also um, we like to keep up with what's going on in Jupiter. Um, you can check out um, the latest uh, Jupiter Lab. Um, we have links to that. A lot of people are using the kernel with MicroPython, CircuitPython for stuff in Jupiter. Mm -hmm. um, also, big news in the world of Moo. 
Um, you probably heard about this. Uh, 1.02 is here. Boom. So uh, there's bug fixes. There's also stuff from Adafruit, including um, support for particle, argon, boron, xenon boards, and more Adafruit IDs. Um, we'll talk about this in the not out yet, but this is another CircuitPython board that we'll be releasing soon. Yay. Completely open source Arduino-shaped Metro M4 Express Wi-Fi. If you like the Arduino shape, but you like CircuitPython, this is for you. We had some updates on our skulls and the project. Let's see if uh, we got any more. We did get a couple. Did we? Did we? Did we? Did we? Did we? Yeah. Once you go to the overhead and you can check it out, we're up to 838. GitHub.com slash Adafruit slash CircuitPython. We'll keep checking in if you keep starting it. You you star us, we'll... Uh, That project project, so that was an update. Yeah, you added that and then people sculpted. Yeah, we posted a ton of resources. GitLab just uh, posted up how to get stuff done on GitHub. Posted up about that. Um, We have an updated guide. Um, Dana? Uh, we had another event in the upcoming Python on Hardware World. So February 23rd to 24th, Pi Cascades. Uh, Scott's going to be there, but also Nina. And Nina's doing a specific talk, Light Up Your Life with Python and LEDs. Python opens up a whole new world of working with wearable electronics. MicroPython and CircuitPython are Python variants that run with just 256K of storage space and 16K of RAM. Learn how to program LEDs with Python to light up your life with code and creativity. Of course, PyCon is coming up. That's in May. We're still looking for folks to help translate all the messages in CircuitPython. Check out our GitHub repo and more. We have a giant community. We just added getting help with CircuitPython. We also have the regular CircuitPython channel. Um, we hit over 10,000 people. I think we're going to be up to 11,000 really soon. Boom. People are they're there and they're chatting and they're yep. helping each other and they're showing off stuff. It's it's amazing. I mean, I, we pop in once in a while when we can. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not doing hardware. Yep. We post leaks. We post I all the stuff. I post stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's just awesome to see people and helping in, each other. In the CircuitPython world, you're, you get a front row seat to what we think is going to be one of the biggest, best open ways to program electronics. So you get to watch it real time develop, developing. It'd be like, what if there was like a Discord channel as they were developing like Mac OS? You know, that would be so cool. Or Apple all these years or Secret. anything. Yeah. Or anything. Um, and it's all in the open. We can You can see yep. pretty much everything that's going on. Now's a good time to jump in and participate. So anyways, that's all um, in our newsletter. This is the video recap. AdafruitDaily.com, Python for microcontrollers. This is a magazine. Yep. There's a lot of stuff each week. Jam-packed. Okay. Time travel, look back in the world of hackers, makers, artists, engineers. This week, um, I wanted to call some attention to the following. Go Arkansas. Arkansas Department of Education did something really neat. They're giving away um, 400 or so Circuit Playground Expresses. And uh, I put all the information up on our blog. You can check it out if you happen to be an educator in Arkansas. You can apply and get one of these. Um, I'm just trying to help get the word out with that. It's a cool program. Um, someone made this. I thought this was neat. This is a Funko Pop lady. Oh, yay. Look at that little vinyl doll. My big head. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, jobs.adafruit.com or jobs words back. Uh, you can post up your skills, but also if you're a company. Uh, we featured this one before, but I want to still help get the word out on this one as well. 3D Generalist. This is from Arudin Studios in LA and 3D Environmental Artists. We are an open source hardware company. It's so true. We, it. we all of our stuff is open source hardware. It is. Um, Lady Ada, what are the guides this week? Um, we have 1,717. Wow. Yeah, we're getting to 1750. Okay. All right, well, we had um, the guide from Dano, which is um, the music box with the dancing Ada box. It's a circuit playground project that when you close the lid of the box, um, it stops making music and the AdaBot stops dancing. When you lift the box, there's a little spring on the servo and the AdaBot pops up and it, it dances like a, kind of like a ballerina, but it's AdaBot who always wanted to be a ballerina. 
uh, when they were young. Um, and it's a, it's a very basic um, uh, circuit Python project. We also have two guides for using, actually have three guides for the new Raspberry Pi bonnets. Um, the first one is we have a Raspberry Pi LoRa, you know, board to board sending demo. Um, so this guide is basically, you know, how to send LoRa data, uh, data using LoRa radios, not through a LoRa WAN network, just like point to point, um, or, you know, in a mesh network, or like a point to multi-point network. We also have a guide on how to make a LoRa single channel gateway. So this is a very common requested thing. Um, you can take LoRa packets um, and uh, from, from clients and then send it up to the internet through the Things Network. Uh, we also show how to use the Raspberry Pi as a node to the Things Network. So basically like every kind of combo of ways that you would want to use um, LoRa with the Raspberry Pi. And we have in the store now both 400 and 900 megahertz modules. And we also have a guide for the bonnets in general that has all the pinouts and hardware, not specifically for LoRa, because LoRa is very, um, it's, it's a little bit different than uh, the RFM69, um, with some example code on using the RFM69 uh, lower cost basic packet radios. Um, so that's that first guide. We also um, finally finished the um, proto, uh, sorry, the uh, Adafruit prop maker wing, thanks to Katni and Brent for helping me get that wrapped up. So if you're interested in pinouts, diagrams, code examples, uh, that guide has it. We have the um, uh, our Astrolite NeoPixel Cricut project. Um, we'll show maybe a quick video from Noah and Pedro about that. We, they took an old um, toy and they like, upcycled it. And we did that Capsella project with Cricut as well, where we took um, some uh, um, uh, older um, toys and, and tried to like, make them better and improved using um, CircuitPython and MakeCode. And I think is it, and we have a Scratch 3 walkthrough and demo. Um, we've got a, a Scratch 3 just came out and we wanted to show how you could use it with Circuit Playground Express. Uh, you can use it as a keyboard by using the sensors as you see as you tilt it. You can send uh, key commands and when you shake it, you can erase the screen. So you can make a little drawing program and then change the color by pressing the button. So kind of a, a fun demo showing how you don't need a special extension. Um, you can program the Circuit Playground with MakeCode and then use it to control Scratch. And then we've got the two big guides this week from MakeCode Arcade. Two guides. Um, MakeCode Arcade is the new game writing platform from MakeCode uh, from Microsoft. Um, they did such an amazing job with MakeCode and making um, physical computing easier. They're now doing the same thing for writing games. Um, so you can now write games with a drag and drop MakeCode-like system and then not only play those games in your web browser just to you know, get practice, but then deploy those games to hardware. So we've got two guides, one showing how to, you can basically save the file to an SD card plugging into a Raspberry Pi Zero, and then it will work on a TV, and then you can use our Joy Bonnet to control it. So it's a very easy way, no soldering required, to make your own um, portable game controller. And you can also use, if you're a little bit more breadboard friendly, an itsy bitsy, um, some buttons and a display. We'll be making an all-in-one version at some point, but um, to get started, you can, you can deploy it to an itsy bitsy M4 and save it as a UF2 file. So a very interesting new way to write games. I'm, I, we're going to be doing more projects with that. You'll see those coming in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and please try it out. It's, it's still new, but works really well. We wrote a game, uh, and we'll be um, publishing some guides about that soon. Okay. DIY video game writing. All right, next up, some made in New York City factory footage. Take it away, factory.
Time lapse in more Okay, um, next up uh, we have some soldering videos. This is soldering OLEDs onto Pi OLEDs. This is how we do it. We got some testing. Ooh, this is a really close up testing of the um, Charlie Plex matrices. That's how we do it. Mm. One at a time. Check all the LEDs light up. Boop. Boop. And then this is, uh, I threw this in here for this week. So we have pick and place machines. Yeah. And uh, I got a photo. Here's you in That's front of your me. pick and place machines. And here's where we get our um, reels repaired. Isn't that a cool logo? That's the f yeah, that's Feeder Frenzy. Yeah, so this is Feeder Frenzy, Lewis and Clark. Yeah, look at this amazing logo. And if you go to lewis-clark.com slash feeder-frenzy, um, this is the company we, we get our feeders repaired from, and they made a really amazing logo. So I just wanted to give a shout-out to another manufacturing business. I believe they're in Florida. Yeah, feeders, you know, they work, and then sometimes they need a bit of love. I mean, like, they sometimes can, they can the index feeders. millions of times. So. Shark. Okay. And uh, fix. this is business. our... Um, this is like the Blood Superman. This is the... Um, oh, some planes came out. Um, lunar Eclipse. Yeah, yeah, I think we... And there's some, some planes going across the sky there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 3D printing, Noam Pedro are printing up at Storm, and they also have the project that we talked about earlier. This is the Astrolite. Be amazed. Ooh. Be delighted. It's the future. The future past. In this project, we're upcycling a classic construction kit from 1969. Astrolite was a building toy set made of clear tubes that snap fit together. In this project, we're adding NeoPixels and motorizing the color wheel. The Adafruit Cricut is great for this project because it can drive NeoPixels, servos, and lots of other sensors and components for building robots. The boarded components fit inside the light box and secured with 3D printed parts. Get the parts to build this project, links are in the description of this video. The 3D files are free to download and open to modify. Program the Adafruit Cricut using Microsoft's MakeCode or Adafruit's CircuitPython. With MakeCode, you can upload straight from the browser with Google Chrome. Check out the Learn Guide for code examples and more project ideas. We started by gutting the light bulb using a rotary tool and pliers. Our 3D printed base secures the components using standoffs and hardware. A simple 3D printed bracket fits on top of the PCB for attachments. The CPX is bolted to the Cricut using the included hardware. Additional hardware is installed and allows for more mounting points. The side-lit NeoPixel strips provide a much better light source. Wires are installed using the screw block terminals. The Cricut PCB is secured to the base using machine screws. A bracket is secured over the CPX and the servo is press-fitted on top. Standoffs are used to install a 3D printed drive wheel. This press fits onto the shaft of the servo. A AA battery pack fits inside the base and the base is lined with the NeoPixel LED strip.
To elevate the base and provide more clearance, additional standoffs are added to the corners. This allows the color wheel to spin freely without catching the edges. An external toggle switch makes it easy to power it on and off. Our case for the Circuit Playground Express is a really nice companion. We used a mix of tripod screws and 3D printed bits so that we can work it into the Astrolite kit. The Adafruit Cricut has lots of I.O. so it's really easy to add more components like speakers for audio and sound effects. Thanks so much for watching and don't forget to subscribe for more projects from Adafruit. And of course we have a sped up video here is a can holder. Okay, don't forget 3D Hangouts every Wednesday with Noah and Pedro. Uh, before we go over to new products, go to Calliope. Calliope. <laughs> or Calliope. Whatever you want to say. 10% uh, off the native store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. You like Calliope? Yeah. I say Calliope. Calliope. I don't know. <laughs> okay, let's do this. New. New, 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 new. Time for new. All right, uh, let's kick this off. Yes, okay, first up, we have, well, it just looks like the arcade bonnet guide uh, bundle we had already. Um, this is very similar to the um, arcade, uh, sorry. This is very similar to the Raspberry Pi um, game bonnet we had, but this time, uh, it comes with a Raspberry Pi WH, which means it's fully assembled. And we got this kit together specifically for use with MakeCode. Um, so you can just plug it in and uh, run your MakeCode games and then drag it onto an SD card. Uh, all you need is an HD uh, cable, HDMI cable and a USB power supply uh, to get started. So as we do some MakeCode arcade projects, this is the bundle to get for really easy Raspberry Pi Zero arcade making. Okay, next up. Okay star here of the Calliope is the Calliope. Um, so the Calliope Mini is a board from Germany which is a derivative of the Microbit. It uses the same chipset as the Microbit, the NRF51822, and it has some other similarities. It's got um, the 5x5 LED matrix you can see. Um, again, it's got that same chip. It's got the same programming chip as well, so you can uh, program it the same way with drag and drop. Um, but besides that, it actually has a couple differences. Well, one, it's flat on the bottom, so it might be better for some uh, projects where you want it to sit flat on a, um, a piece of paper or fabric, so it's maybe more wearable friendly. Um, it's got a bunch more breakouts here that you can solder to. Instead of the edge mount connector, it's got these um, six 
kind of star pads around the corner uh, in different corners. Um, there's four GPIO and then power and ground. And I think these four GPIO also capacitive touch and analog inputs. Um, there's a built-in buzzer. There's a buzzer over here. It still has the A and B buttons. Um, they're different colors. One's blue and one's pink, which is kind of cute. It's got a much more advanced uh, inertial measurement unit. So the micro bit has a magnetometer plus accelerometer. This has a nine degree of freedom uh, magnetometer gy gyroscope, which means it can do um, a lot more complicated positioning and motion sensing. It's got a built-in NeoPixel here. Um, it's got a MEMS audio microphone, so it can detect audio as well. And it looks like you can solder on an, some chips here if you'd like. And then it's got two uh, Grove connectors. So if you have Grove um, add-ons or adapters that you can want to add if you want to add more capability or sensing, instead of alligator clipping, you can just plug them in. Um, it's also much bigger, as you can see, and it, it is a little bit more expensive because it has all that extra hardware. That said, um, it can use uh, MicroPython. You would use the microbit definition, and then you would just uh, treat all the hardware as if it was connected to microbit pins. You can also use a version of MakeCode um, for the Calliope. They have like calliope.makecode.com or something, and um, it's uh, available, and it has blocks for all the little built-in um, add-ons like the microphone and, and the piezo beeper. Um, so yeah, this is uh, a really nice update. I think for people who started with a micro bit and they're like, well, I want more hardware. I'm willing to spend a little bit more to get a lot more built in. Um, this is way more powerful and advanced in its ability to connect to external hardware and have hardware built in. Yeah. So that's the Calliope. Comes with neat stuff too. It comes with uh, some stickers. Book. It comes with a book. Um, all the documentation is in German, but it's, it's very easy to use. Comes with a USB cable and battery pack as well. So it's a very nice uh, addition to the MakeCode MicroPython family. Modules. we got some modules. Modules. Okay, we got two modules. We've got the, uh, this is the NRF52 832, which is also uh, the same module we use in our Feather NRF52 832. It's a uh, Cortex-M4 with a BLE. It um, doesn't have USB built in. It doesn't have native USB, um, but it's a pretty powerful uh, NRF52 chip. So. This is a module, if you are an advanced programmer, you're like, oh, I know what SWD is, I have a J-Link, um, you can use, so there's Arduino code, there's MicroPython code, there's, um, there's um, uh, Minute has support for it, there's some other RTOSs that have support for this chip. However, you're on your own, it doesn't even come with a bootloader, it's completely blank. So when you get this chip, you'll have to solder it onto a PCB and get it working. Yeah, but if you want one that has USB support, Likewise, yes, we have also the NRF52840, which is the same chip that's used in our Feather NRF52840. This is, again, just the module. Comes blank, no bootloader, no code, no nothing. And this one also has pads on the bottom, so it's a lot more challenging to solder. Uh, the NRF52832, you have a shot of hand soldering it. Not easy, but you can do it with um, some skill. This has, um, uh, if you can go to the photo, this has all the pads on the bottom, as you see. Uh, you cannot solder them from the side, so you do need to have a stencil and you need to have hot air or uh, some other rework system that can, can heat up the whole board to uh, melt the paste. But, you know, this is uh, these modules from Raytac. They're FCC, C-Telic certified. They're tin, they have the antenna, they have a bunch of uh, passives and, and crystals and stuff inside of them. They're very easy to use, and of course you can use our feathers as um, a reference design for when you want to use them. So each one is now available in the store for your own design. Okay. We got some radio fruits. Radio fruits. Yeah. Choo choo. We okay. Got a lot. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Last week we had the radio Laura bonnet, 
And this time we've added more. Um, we've now got, um, they all look very similar, but we have the RFM 69. So this is a radio, not Laura. You can see a little demo here. You can send packets. Um, and we also have this in 900 megahertz and 433 megahertz. You can adjust the frequencies a little bit, but um, they're, they're meant to be around that, you know, plus or minus 50 megahertz. There's um, no bonnets that, uh, or Laura that have OLEDs that I could find. No, this is, I, I, you know, we, because we have this extra space, we're like, well, what should we put there? And we're like, should we put a GPS? And she's like, yeah. you know, okay. you can always get GOIP data. I didn't think that was as useful as having an OLED, which is really useful when you're doing radio. Cause you're, like, so these the look similar, but I'm just going through them anyway. They all look very similar. But if we have the Laura 433, we have the RFM 69 900 433. So we have now all four versions, including a landing page. And this yeah. is this is a photo showing all four. So we have... Laura, RFM 9X, RFM 69, two frequencies. Um, so they all use the mm. same PCB because the modules are identical. The code is different. We've got code for both in CircuitPython. Um, for the Laura, we have some LoRaWAN example code, like how to make this into a LoRaWAN gateway, how to send data to the, the things network. And for the RFM 69, it doesn't speak Laura. It's less expensive. It doesn't go as far. But if you're, you know, want to send data to and from feathers, uh, so maybe you know, set up a, a sensor node where this is um, an RFM 69 with a radio. It's talking to three different feathers uh, that also have RFM 69 radios, and then it can funnel that data to the internet. So you can make your own, you know, low-cost radio networks using these really great chips. Um, both chips have, um, you know, retransmission and encryption and um, uh, the OLED will, of course, let you know the status. And of course, you, you can send the, use the buttons to send data or send ten test packets or change modes or something. So these are kind of the easiest way for you to add LoRa or packet radio capabilities to um, your Raspberry Pi. They were, they're Raspberry Pi zero shape, but they, of course, work with a Pi 3. Uh, check out our circuit Python code for all of them and um, pick the frequency that matches your country. In some countries, the license free is 433 and some, like in the US, it's 900. Okay. And that's new products. Okay, ready for a recap? Yep. New, 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 new recap. We've got a arcade, uh, make code arcade ready, Raspberry Pi Zero WH pack. Uh, comes with this bonnet. It's ready to go if you want to play around with make code arcade and deploy your games to Raspberry Pi Zero and this add-on bonnet. We got the Calliope, uh, Calliope, Calliope. Um, this is a German micro-bit derivative, which uh, is uses the same chip and programming method, but adds two Grove connectors, um, more sensors, a um, microphone, speaker, uh, more pads, it's bigger. So it's a, kind of a, a bit of an upgrade from the micro-bit if you want more. If you want to develop your own NRF-52 832, uh, Nordic BLE board. We have just the raw modules available for advanced programmers if you want USB. We also have the NRF52 840, which is uh, similar to the 832, but has native USB support. This one has pads in the bottom. These are for advanced developers who are comfortable putting on their own bootloader programming over SWD with a J-Link and such. In addition to the Radio Fruit family, we now have all four versions of our Radio Fruit bonnet we have the RFM 9X Laura and LoRaWAN series, as well as the RFM 69, which is a lower, lower cost uh, packetized radio. Um, each bonnet has a radio in 433 or 900 megahertz, as well as an RFM 69 or RFM 9X radio module. So one of four choices. Um, you also get a 128 by 32 black and white OLED for status updates and three buttons. So it's a great way to make a node or an internet gateway 
to your radio for the raspberry pie. Okay. Uh, don't forget to kiss Calliope. 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 <laughs> Calliope. Ten okay. percent off, all the way up to eleven fifty-nine p.m. Including everything tonight. you just saw. Yep. Okay, let's do some top secret. Yeah. Okay, it's not it's, how you don't it's ask. A, it's a secret. From the Adafruit Vault. From the Vault. Okay, first up. Fat Blinka. <laughs> this is a demo image that I did for the uh, the 2.13 inch ink breakout. So we have 1.5 inch in the store, but you know I want to get these 2.3 inches out. Okay. This will be coming soon. Got the Metro M4 Express Wi-Fi. I've been doing a lot of uh, ESP32 coprocessor support for CircuitPython. We've dropped support for the ESP8266. Um, we're moving forward with just using ESP32 as a coprocessor, which if you look at you know what Particle has done, also what Arduino has done, that's kind of where everyone's heading. They use the ESP32 uh, to handle all the SSL and encryption and, and, and wireless maintenance, and then they do all the fun peripheral stuff on the main chips. This pairs in uh, uh, SAMD51 M4 chip, which we love. It is great for CircuitPython, so speedy to 120 megahertz. Got the SPI flash, QSPI flash, USB, Power pins, on-off switch, you know, the LEDs, all the goodies. Still, you know, in that classic uh, Arduino shape, um, but it has that chunky ESP32 module to do internet stuff. So this will be our first um, internet-capable CircuitPython board. And I also thought, you know, it'd be handy just for people who maybe have a feather or a itsy-bitsy. Maybe I'll make an um, ESP32 breakout board. Um, you know, without the USB serial, which adds complexity, um, this just has the pin, so you can very easily just wire this up to your CircuitPython board and uh, add Wi-Fi. Okay. And then we did a demo the other day. It's this bouncing ball demo on one of our displays, so I'm just going to show this. There's audio, so take it away past us. Boing. Hey, Lady what is this? Boing, boing, boing. This is a demo. It's like literally a demo. It's a demo of a demo. This is like the old like Amiga, I think, the bouncing ball demo. And this is showing off 8-bit TFT support. Uh, this is an Arduino code, but with our DMA uh, speed up, so you can do like really fast graphics updates, super smooth, it's slick. That's cool. Yeah. Back nice. In the vault. With Bouncy. You. So that's what's going on in our top secret this week. Okay, uh, we're gonna answer questions. We go over to Discord to start answering them. If you're wondering where that is, it is adafruit.it slash Discord. Discord. That's where you go. We're up to okay. 141 stars. Oh, yeah. Did you want to check at the stars right now? Let's check at, let's uh, let's look check at, let's at look the stars. Let's look at the stars. Where, where folks uh, ask some questions. 841. 841. Okay. All right. Good. So you just go to github.com. Nine more and we're at 850. Yeah. Getting there. Getting there. Getting there. Getting there. Okay. Um, oh, JMK was nice in the chat. JMK gave away a one month to Nitro. That's very nice. Nice. Thank you. Okay. Let me um, hit the other ones uh, do, do, do. Um, yeah some kudos here the m4 plus esp32 makes so much sense um yeah we'll have some more information about yeah that. I, th I totally think so you know it's it's you know especially what's funny is you think like oh i can do wi-fi on chip but it takes up so much processing time especially when you're doing ssl and everything now is TLS, like everything requires secure connections, which is a good thing, but you can't, it's very difficult to do that on chip these days. You really want to have another core that's just, all it does is manage that, yeah. buffers your connections and, and handles it for you. Okay. If you wanted to build your own Feather, I think they're referring to this module here, yeah. how long would it take? 
Like, what would you have to do to make you, you get this well, module? Well, you, you, have to you would have to design the board and have all the you know, pins broken out correctly. And then um, you'd have to program it. I mean, it depends on how you know skilled you are at developing PCBs, but it's probably a couple weeks yeah. of your testing. It's just, it just takes time to test and, and verify everything. Um, it's possible, you know, you can you can use our designs as, as a way to get started, but um, every time you have a new chip, it does take a couple of weeks to kind of get up to speed with it. Okay. Uh, what are the distances approximately on these uh, radio fruits? It, um, I don't recall offhand, I think it's about one kilometer for the RFM 69, about two kilometers for RFM 9X, LoRa, and that's in a city. And if uh, you're out side and you have point to point, uh, there's nothing in the way, and maybe even have directional antennas, and you can get like 20 and uh, 10 and 20 kilometers. Um, you can get surprisingly far, but at least a kilometer in um, a city. Uh, someone asked the other shot, do you know that there's a feather adapter for the Fluxima fence? I think we posted about this Maybe, but ago. look it on the blog, and if not, um, email me PT data yeah. for it, I'll post it up. We're always looking for more. There's a lot of feathers. I know. Now, more, so more coming soon, too. Hard to keep track of it. Okay. Uh, let's see. User was asking, uh, let's see, Tarsiri ter was asking about DSP support on the Trellis M4. Where should they look for information on that? Um, the DSP support we have right now is in our fork of the Arduino audio library by Paul Stoffergen. Okay. Um, so what you would do is you'd go to github.com slash Adafruit and then look for audio. Okay. Um, and then you can see our audio support there. It wrappers a lot of that DSP stuff for you. Um, you know, you don't usually use the DSP commands directly. Yeah, the compiler does it for you. So that's, you know, that's where you'll see examples of doing filters. And you can see the Neo Trellis has a bunch of demos for like, you know, audio synthesis and filter work um, and FFTs and such. Okay. Well, that's the questions. Great. Let's um, give something away. What do you want to give away this week? Well, I thought uh, we'd give away a CircuitPython 4 poster. We are giving away a poster. To celebrate new CircuitPython release. What, uh, what are the rules? Rules are if you've won something before, you can't win again. Only one winner per my lifetime. The first person to call the Magic Radio Shack phone will be the and I pick up, will be the winner. It's going to ring twice. I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to say, uh, ahoy, ahoy. And that's how you know it's me. And then you can turn down your computer audio. And then I'm going to ask you your name and where you're calling from, the project you're working on, or you want to work on. And if you can answer all those things... Yeah. You will uh, I mean, get this fabulous poster. We're going to give you this poster. It's two, it's what, 18 by inches by 24 inches. It's beautiful. Yeah. I'll glossy. Hold, I'll hold up the poster. Zoom in on this. Uh, anyways, that's the poster. It's got so art here's a, here's by a Bruce, yeah. your Adafruit. Yeah. Celebrating our new drop of the... Uh, we're waiting for the calls. They, I guess they wanted to specifically know about the hardware DSP. Like, what's the hardware component the, of it? The DSP support is within the Cortex-M4, so you can read up about the Cortex M4 F DSP commands, but they're basically, it's not like a, like Altera or something or analog devices, a DSP. It's the DSP commands that allow you to do signal processing much easier. Um, and you can see the list of those commands in the ARM reference guide. Yeah. That's, that's where those are, those aren't going to be in the data sheet. Those are going to be in the ARM Cortex reference guide for the M4. So call this number. Yeah. Get a poster. Poster's right there. I'm connected to this thing. Maybe you get the poster real quick. Can you grab oh, it? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh my goodness. It's too late. No, no, no. There it is. It's going to ring twice. Okay, it's ringing twice, so I have to pick it up. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Ahoy, ahoy. 
Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. Mm -hmm. Hang up. Yeah, don't, don't look this is the poster, so try again. Yeah. Let's try, try Python 4 updated on the RPI too. Um, on Raspberry Pi, we don't run CircuitPython, we just run plain Python, and then we have an adapter that lets you use the library. So you don't run CircuitPython. Yeah, so... You just run Python 3. Yeah, so the answer is sort of, like, it, all, the, 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 all the hardware works. But all the hardware, you know, the library should just work. But yeah. you just use, use Python on the Pi as, as you would do. Okay, wait, wait. okay. We're back. Here. We're back. Okay, so you twice. Ahoy, ahoy. Hello? Hello? Can you oh. hear me now? Hi, yes, hey. I can hear you now. Congratulations, you are the caller for winning a fabulous poster. Sweet. Sweet. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name's Dave. I'm calling from the Bay Area in California. Okay, Dave from the Bay Area, California. Well, congratulations. Uh, you've managed to uh, call his phone and answer those two questions, so you're the winner of a wonderful poster. All you have to do is email support at adafruit.com. Say you won the poster. And say you won the poster. They already know about this. They already know about the poster. Okay. And they're going to get it to you. And Can then I you tell you I won some other things too? Or just the poster? Just the poster, but you also uh, win our uh, appreciation and thank and thanks for calling. And um, you get free postage, too. Um, awesome. So uh, what's a project you're working on or you want to work on? Uh, I want to put some sensors around my house uh, for temperature, occupancy, all that sort of stuff. Mm. And uh, I'm thinking the feathers would do well. Okay. Well, you're on the right track. That sounds like a cool project. Home automation is always fun. Um, you can control your house and see what's going on in there. Check out some of our IO guides on home automation. Um, and yeah, thank you for, for calling in and winning the prize. And come on show and tell. We'd love to see your projects as they develop. All right. I'll All right. That. Well, have a wonderful evening. And thank you again for calling in. You too. Okay, Thanks. Bye. Okay. All right. Well, that's good our work. Show, that's our show for tonight. We did it. Yeah. Good work, everybody. It's a community. Yeah. Um, don't forget, go to Clive Pete. 10% off all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time, or when I remember to turn the code off, it gets you 10% off everything except for Adabox and gift certificates. Thank you so much, everyone, all of our remote team members, all of our Local Adafruit people. employees here in New York City. All of our friends and community around the world. Discord people. All of the 10,000 plus people in Discord. Forum people. Um, and thanks for, uh, you know, we, we, we had this list of thanks for the latest release of, of Circuit Python, but uh, check it out. And, and there's more, you know, there's people who, who've helped with guides and yeah, issues and, and libraries, and they're not, they may not have been listed because it was auto generated, uh, but everybody's contributions make this thing happen. Yep. It's, it's definitely a house made of many bricks. Yeah. And uh, we'll see everybody next week. We have lots more fun surprises, more hardware, more everything. Um, thanks for keeping this thing going called the Adafruit Adventure. Um, we'll see everybody next week. Here is your moment of Zener. Thanks, everybody.